Hello and welcome to another episode of the GA Scores Podcast. I'm Connor Donnelly and today I'm joined by Connor Coyle to discuss the Tyrone Senior Football Championship semi-finals. So this weekend was pretty dramatic. I saw Dungannon reach the first senior final since 1986 after an extra time victory over Errigal Kieran. So we get into a discussion about that. Um, they also, more importantly, they will be facing Trillick in the final, who they also faced in 1986 after they defeated Coal Island in the other semi-final. So both finalists actually faced each other in the 2014 Tyrone Intermediate Final, which saw Dungannon come out on top. So who knows what we're in for this weekend. And uh, yeah, also on the show, Connor Coyle actually spoke to Dungannon senior footballer Kiefer Morgan about the win and what it means to the town. So um, pretty interesting show to come up. Uh, we'll look ahead to the final as well and see who we think can come out on top there and where the key battles will be. And yeah, hope you enjoy the show. And uh, if you have... Any feedback or anything, feel free to get in touch with us on Twitter or Instagram at GA Scores. And if you really like the show, why not leave us a wee review there on Apple Podcasts and be sure to subscribe to us as well. So anyway, on with the discussion and hope you enjoy. Okay, so I'm joined here by Connor Coyle again. Um, the fan mail was too much, so I had to get you back on again, Connor. How's it going? I'm not too bad, Connor. How are things yourself? Aye, all good, all good. Um, as a as a troll man watching on at the weekend, um, were you proud of the the headlines that uh, your county championship was making uh, across the across the country? Definitely, it was great. Great to see. It was great to be Saturday night, just sitting in the house, putting the feet up, and, and watching two two cracking games really with four brilliant teams. So, um, yeah, especially you know the way considering the way things are at the minute, um, not being able to get the, an awful lot of games to be able to to see them as easily, and you know, and for the games to live up to, to the hype, and to see even Pat Spillane giving giving a bit of praise to <laughs> to the teams on 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 RTE was 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 something special. So, uh, long may it continue. Yeah, it's a strange year, really, isn't it? Whenever that happens. Uh, <laughs> no, so um, yeah, so later on, I know you you were talking to Kiefer Morgan of uh, who played for Dungannon there at the weekend, so that'll follow after um after our review here. But uh, maybe to start off then uh, with before we get to the Dungannon Ergo Kieran game, because no doubt that was the headline from the weekend. And is uh, looking at Trillick then. So Trillick came through their semi final against Kyle Island, um, two thirteen to one twelve. Is this is the whole narrative since Saturday or since the weekend set up perfectly for Trillick, You know, with the kind of fanfare going on around Dungannon. What did you think then from Trillick from that semi final the weekend? Is 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 this set up ideally for them at the weekend, or is there maybe anything in that game in the semi final that you saw that thought that actually you know that they do have a few things to work on? No, I mean, I think uh, I think they're, they're definitely going to the final as, as really strong favourites. Um, yeah, I thought I thought they were really impressive actually on 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 Saturday, particularly even as um, you know, I think they went five or six points up at one stage, maybe with ten minutes to go, and Klein really came back at them and had loads and loads of momentum going into going into injury time. I think there was maybe only a point in it, but then you just have you know somebody with the, the likes of the you know Maddie Donnelly just coming up yeah. and, and, and kicking a score from forty yards, and you know I think that was even the difference between the. You know, Chillick and Argyll would have probably went into both of the games as as, as favourites, and, and you're really looking to your big players. You know, to to come up and come up with the goods at the right times, and you know, whereas Petey Hart maybe didn't really, you know, have his best game for Argyll. Maddy Donnelly really, really spurred our, uh, Trillick on. Sorry, and um, yeah, I think you know they were definitely really impressive. Um, I think the, the what they do have is they have a real good mix of, of of youth and experience there. I mean, you have the likes of of, of Maddy and Richie there who have been around the block a few times. 
but they've a serious group of, of, of young fellas, um, you know, the, the Gray brothers and, and the Gary brothers there, one of them got a goal in the, at the weekend and the other one was just was, was just a real live wire the whole game. Um, uh, you know, they've serious pace, serious fitness um, and say with that wee bit of extra experience that, that them other lads bring, they'll, they'll really be a hard unit to stop like. Yeah, and something I, I saw from um, really from uh, the weekend's game is their spine of the team seems so strong, and maybe that's something that's supplemented by these younger players. Um, so yeah, like the Donnellys you mentioned, um, I think even just some of the play that they were, you know, in their build up to the uh, to their goals and all, you could see like uh, intricate passing. They, they, they. I suppose yeah, like um, they did. Their big players really stood up for them, and that's that ultimately made the difference uh, um, against Kill Island. Yeah, I think so. Um, and like you know, Klein made a great game of it. Like you know, Klein, Klein are a really good team as well. A lot of really good kind of big strong players as well. Like big Plunkett Kane's been around the block, you know, for for decades nearly at this stage. Yeah. Um, and and he put up another fantastic performance. It was you know it, it got to the stage nearly where he was he was he was single handedly kind of keeping keeping Klein in it. Um, but you know, Klein have really a lot of really good young players as well. Tiernan Quinn there, number fifteen, was was um had a fantastic game. Um and. Yeah, just a, a lot of really strong performers as well. But I just think, yeah, just as as it got tight towards the end, uh, you know, Trudex leaders really really stood up and 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 you know, uh, Molly Donnelly kind of epitomised that with uh, he kicked a, a really long range score from about forty yards, just to whenever it was there was a point in it, um, and that just kind of got them over the line really. Yeah, and. So coming into that game there at the weekend, I suppose the nature of the Trone Championship this year very different to basically any other championship around the country. Um, of it being straight knockout, um, is it something that you know, like so, like you know, Trillick had had a couple of tight games in there coming through Kelly Clogher and that. Is it something that you think is that kind of now semi final stage? Obviously, was going to be straight knockout anyway. But do you think there's something that kind of stood the Trillick there in coming through their games, knowing that it was last chance every time they were playing? Oh, you know that, that's obviously you know that's the way the Trump Championship you know works traditionally anyway. Obviously, you know, so it, it it's always kind of knockout. There, there's never any back door, and you know it might be kind of harsh on 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 teams that maybe need to you know need a game, you need a bad get a bad game out of their system or whatever. Um, it really means that it's you know it's proper pure championship football, and um, you know that's. It's it makes for a hell of a lot of really good games. Um, you know, I, I've watched a, a good few. Um, you know, on on the Trone TV and any games on TG4 and, and RT2 as well. And like the standard really is fantastic. And and, and it's a bit of a cliche, but anybody could really beat anybody on on any given day. Um, you know, there, there's maybe a core of five or six teams that maybe have. Have, have won most of the titles over the last 10 years but you know nobody has actually retained it retained it i think since 2005 so um Trillick are, are are looking to do that obviously um in a couple of weekends time but um you know they'll obviously kind of come up and against stiff competition than gallon but um yeah it's it's just it's, it's it's brilliant to watch the games now a lot of really really good high quality players and really really good teams and and that's kind of um thing of not really knowing who's going to win every game is is, is definitely something that, that's attractive. And just um, watching some of the matchups there um, from from the weekend um, for Trillick and in Cull Island in that game, was there is there anything there in and I know we will get to look ahead to the to the final and all as well, but was there anything there that kind of made you think that Trillick if they're going in, they'll go in as favourites. Is there, um, in terms of the what they were able to uh, accomplish in that game, coming through a tough game like that? Is there was there anything that kind of stood out to you that you think would possibly stand to them in the final? 
I think it's probably. I mean, you know, Dungallon probably would have the 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 edge in, in in this regard in terms of you know their last you know all three games that they've played have gone back extra time and they've come through some really tough battles. Obviously, you know, Trillick have done the same, but maybe just not the, to the same extent as Dungallon. Um, you know. I, I think yeah. Listen, Clyland are, are, are no bad team. You know, Trillick and Clyland were in there in the final last year as well. So, um, you know, it was a really tough outing for them, and, and they really had to dig deep to get to, to get the win at the end. So that, that you know that definitely will stand to them. And you know, it's you say they'll go in as really really hot favourites, but um, the, the, you know, based on the evidence that we've seen so far from Dungannon, they'll have to really be on the top of their game. Um, as I say, because Dungannon have been have been really really impressive so far. Yeah, well, just on Dungannon then. Um, yeah, of course, their their game there at the weekend. You have you have Dungannon coming through their first final at senior level since '86, if I remember right, and which was also funny enough against Trillick. But um, not only getting to the final, but also you know beating an Errigal Kieran side who were going in strong favourites. Um, just how significant is this really for Dungannon? Obviously, big town in Tyrone, but like how significant of an achievement is this really for someone say from outside the county? It's it's absolutely it's it's huge, you know, because I, I'm I, you know I was speaking to the Kiefer um you know earlier today and and we'll hear a little bit more about that you know in a bit, but you know ten years ago or, or you know maybe slightly longer, Dungan actually dropped down to junior, uh, so division three, and you know they were there for five years, I think. So, you know, and for you know they would traditionally be you know be quite a strong club, you know, going go back through the decades. Um, traditionally probably would you know be a senior club, um. And I know even I went to school in Dungan myself, and, and and they're a really proud club. Um, you know, it, it hurt them. Uh, you know, you could tell that they weren't happy to be down in junior, and they were, they were going to do whatever they needed to do to to try and get up there. So, um, you know, they they got a lot of kind of um new young young blood in over the last few years, and that took them through the through the leagues, it took them up into intermediate, and they actually won the intermediate championship then in, in 2014, uh, actually against Trillick, whenever Trillick were intermediate. Um. Um, as well, so if that's any omen to go by, um, but yeah, it's absolutely it's 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 humongous. I mean, they only actually got promoted again last year to to senior, um, so you know, I, I I wouldn't have even thought now that they would have expected themselves to be where they're at, where they are today, um, in the in the championship final, and and most people will probably give them give them a, give them a good chance as well, um, so yeah, it's it's absolutely it's 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 massive for them really, um. And just looking at their team, like, you know, there'll be nobody betting against them, you know, putting a really good strong run in over, over the next few years, not even just the, this year, because they've got a really good, um, really good solid panel of, of, of really young players coming through, you know. Yeah, I was going to mention that actually. So it did look like um, from from the game there that they did have a, a number of, you know, younger players involved. Um, I think it was a Kieran Barger scored the winner from the 45, the cornerback, um, early 20s as well. Like, the. So Dungannon as a team, yeah, they've, they've traditionally, you know, uh, would have been a big club, um, and then obviously had those times where they have dropped down the divisions. But underage underage level, is it something that they've been? Is it something they've been working away on as a club? Like for example, last year, you know, they weren't in senior level. They, um, it wasn't something that they were in the conversation for. So, like, what's kind of changed from that point of view? Well, I think. <laughs> You know, they, they'll maybe not admit this too much, but they actually um, had a a player transfer over from from a, a neighbouring rival club in Paul Donaghy. Um, and that's you know personnel wise, he's the the difference between this year and last year. And um, you know, uh, 
while their system of play and everything would would probably be be well advanced compared to where it was. Um, you know, he kicked fourteen points against against Arbo in the quarter final. I think he kicked eight or nine as well at the weekend, and he really is a he's a fabulous player. Like, I mean, he, he kicked a score from from out the left wing and an extra time whenever the game was a draw on Saturday. Um, you know, so I, I think he'll be he'll be a fella that'll that'll definitely be on Mickey Hart's radar within within the next few weeks whenever he's starting to look at look at panels again. So, um, that's you know personnel wise that 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 would be a big one. But they they just they would have had quite a good few um under twenty one teams over the over the last um over the last number of years and, and minor teams and that, um and they've just kind of progressed and a lot of them are kind of in that you know maybe. In a twenty-two to the twenty-five age bracket, um, yeah, and, and they've just kind of progressed on from there, um, yeah, just really, really fit and, and, and hungry for success, really, and, and you could tell that, you know, d- during the game against Argo at the weekend, they, you know, it's a bit of a cliche, obviously, but they, they really did seem as if they wanted it that way, bit more. Yeah, so on that game then itself, um, on the pitch, um, uh, what exactly? So Dungannon were kind of. From what I could see, they, they were a team that um, they were they were clearly, and uh, this is probably the most basic type of analysis to apply to it. But they were, you know, they were hungry for it. They were they were relishing the opportunity. But you could really see that in their play and how they went about their business, um, just chasing everything, really going after everything. From a tactical point of view, is there anything you noticed that how they set up that you feel that um, that really um, disrupted things for Eric Kieran or was it something was it was it a case of that they just you know the you're used to these extra time victories at this stage I think I think definitely the the fitness is 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 a thing that definitely told and, and will stand against them you know going through to the final because as I say like if you're playing extra time games back to back you know over over a couple of weeks like and, and they haven't been pushed to the wire you know, going to the well every week, like you know, it, it's it's going to stand stand to you. I mean, I think in terms of tactics, like I mean, uh, I I didn't, you know, as far as I could see, there wasn't a huge amount of kind of defensive systems or sweepers or anything like that. You know, uh, Dungannon like to like to kick the ball in. They've, they've a lot of good forwards. You know, I mentioned Donaghy there already. Um, they also have um Oren Mallon and 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 um. Matthew Walsh and 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 a few fellas up there. You know, in the forwards, they brought on you know. Uh, Paddy Quinn and, and Kiefer Morgan there. Paddy Quinn was was a throne panelist, you know, only, only a handful of years ago, you know. So um, if that's the kind of the caliber of fellas that they have coming in off the bench, you know, the, they'd be dead right to to move the ball quickly up into the forwards, um, you know. And a lot of them are very very comfortable on the ball. And I say they're they're, they're seriously fit. Um, they had two Jones brothers actually playing, who one of them wasn't down to start, um, but he had a fantastic game. I think Ryan Jones is his name, and, and his brother uh, Daly as well. Two really, really young, kind of stylish footballers, very, very comfortable on the ball, and that's 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 something that you can see right throughout the team. Um, you know, right from especially around the middle sector, there's a lot of guys who are very comfortable on the ball and, and can get up and down the pitch very, very easily, and, and they're very physical as well. They're actually, they're they'll be quite a quite a big team physically. Um, you know, they have the likes of um, Patrick McNulty in, in in midfield there. You know, he's a huge man. Or in Malin as well, like you know, they have a lot of guys that can get stuck in. So they do have, really have a good mix of mix of stuff from from what I've seen over the last couple of weeks. Um, and yeah, I just think they, they were they were too much really for you know uh, for an Argyll team who you know realistically should should, should probably be, be doing a bit better than than you know uh, than than what they did at the weekend. Just some of the you know some of the key players you've got there. How how so if we just look ahead to the final, how are they going to match up to to Trillick, to these established players, um Richie Donnelly, Matty Donnelly, Lee Brennan, like how how are Dungannon like or maybe is this going to be a different proposition for Trillick really that they're um coming into this final? 
Yeah, I think, listen, you know, any any kind of good team will realise that you're going to have to mark out the likes of, of, of Richie Donnelly and, and Molly Donnelly and Chilek really present a problem and that, you know, I mentioned a few of their, their younger fellas, especially their forwards, the Garrity brothers, um, you know, and Lee Brennan obviously as well, like, you know, you need to have a serious kind of defence and, 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 and enough fellas that are able to tag those guys to, in order to shut them out, so, you know, I'm I'm going to hope, I'm hoping that anyway it's going to be it's going to be a real good game. There's going to be plenty of scores. Um, you know I don't I don't think neither neither of the teams are going to want to set up particularly uh, you know defensively. Um, but yeah I think you know Dungannon will probably want to do exactly what they've done for the last couple of games. You know against against Ergo and and against Arbo, again teams that would would probably have you know more star names than. The, than what they would have, um, but just kind of get really get right stuck in from from, from the first whistle and, and and make it really uncomfortable and, and, and importantly keep it close. Um, you know they've shown over the last couple of games that that if they if they're in with a shout even within you know with a few minutes left, they have the you know they have the fitness and they also have the you know the mentality to be able to you know to be able to um to see it over the line you know you know especially towards the end of that that our game on, on Saturday. I, I only saw one winner on it getting it towards the end like you know it just it just felt as if every ball was was falling into their paths and you know everything was going their way and um you know it just seemed inevitable nearly at the end so uh, you know Trillick will will you know will want to try and get get a lead on um I would say probably in you know early enough as if, if they can and, and try and keep them at bay because they'll not want it to be tight going into the into the last few minutes yeah it's one of those ones for um for Dungannon where they um you know, coming through these extra time victories, you know, the it's momentum one way is if they're winning, if they if they lose, then it's it's because they're tired. So we'll yeah. probably have to see how that plays out. Um, suppose Trillick have that penalty shootout win, how valuable that could be as well. Um, it's yeah, it's, it should be it should shape up to be a pretty interesting final though. It'd be really, it'd be really really surreal, wouldn't it? To to see to see it go to penalties and you know you, you imagine that, <laughs> imagine the pressure that the the Trillick fellas were under and like the hard guys were under in the quarter final. Imagine if that goes to you know in, in in the final, like you know it could be some real heroes and um and villains, I suppose at, at that point. So yeah, listen, I I, I enjoy the penalties now. It's 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 um brings an extra bit of drama, I suppose, doesn't it? Um, but um yeah, um listen, hopefully hopefully it'll be a good game anyway. And you know, judging by by all the games that that have gone so far in in, in the throne championship, we should be up for another cracker. Yeah, and so if you had to call it, which way would you be uh, tempted to to go for? I mean, listen. You know, the bookies will will have Trillick once again a strong favourite. Um, you know, uh, looking at the team sheets again, um, you would see the you know the, the number of star names that that, that Trillick would have the Brennan brothers, the Donnelly brothers, um, you know, the Greys, the Garrities. Um, it's a team full of brothers. Um, but you know, on paper, you know, Trillick should win it and should win it maybe with four or five points to spare. I I, I don't know. I I've, I've just seen. I've probably seen more of them, Gannon, in fairness, but from what I have seen, I've just been 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 seriously impressed by their, you know, their grit, their determination, um, as well as that, their their football ability as well. It said, um, the way Paul Donaghy's playing at the minute, you know, he's he's capable of scoring from from anywhere, you know, within within the opposition half, um, and that's a serious threat to have, you know. Uh, at this time of year, um, I, I, I'm I'm going to go with Dungannon just simply based based on the fact that you know I've seen more of them and I think they're you know 
if the game is close, which which you know which finals tend to be for the most part, you know teams being nervous and not want, wanting to go too gung ho. Um, you know I, I fancy the Gannon from what I've seen over the last few games, and and, and, and you know they'll have the the mental kind of toughness and as well as the f- physical fitness maybe to see them over the line for their for what would be like a really really unlikely but um, but deserved success, you know. Yeah, there's also that thing about in Toronto about how it's very hard for teams to actually retain the championship. So I'm sure exactly, that probably yeah. comes into it in some way. That's great, Connor. Thank you. Uh, so next up, we have uh, Connor's interview with uh, Kiefer Morgan, who played uh, played a role in their Dungannon's historic win on uh, the weekend there. Yeah, so I'm here with um, Dungannon, Clark, Dungannon Clark's player, Kiefer Morgan, um, just after Dungannon made, made it into their first senior final since 1986, I believe, after a fairly dramatic victory over Ergel Cairn in, in, in Oma last Saturday night. Um, Kiefer, tell me this, was, was there a few socially distant celebrations had in, in McAleer's on Saturday night? <laughs> yeah, there definitely was. A, it was a big, big result for us, you know. A, I suppose what, 30, 34 years from the last time we made a final. So, no, we, we definitely, we earned a few a few pints or whatnot and then it was just back to the grind down on Sunday. You were back training on Sunday morning and all? Back, back recovery on Sunday morning. So, uh, we're not, we're not, say, we're not taking this too lightly. Like, yeah, it's great to get to the final and all, but finals are there for winning, I suppose, they're not there for getting to. No, definitely. Um, yeah, so just just going going to the match on Saturday. Then, I mean, I suppose you, you really did go in as as serious underdogs, probably as you did in the quarterfinal as well against Arbo. And do you think that kind of led to you as maybe feeling a little bit less pressure, and you could kind of just go out and play without without having to worry about that? Yeah, well, it sort of it seems to be a tag that sort of suits us. I suppose from coming up to Division One, we're only really new and different last year. Um, we sort of had that underdog tag ever since, and. A lot of the younger lads seem to thrive off it, you know, trying to prove people wrong. So, no, it, it definitely does seem to suit us. I suppose uh, Ergel uh, on, on Saturday got good goals at, at crucial times and, and uh, similar to even the, 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 the Arbo game as well. And that, uh, you, just, you seem to respond well to it. You know, a lot of teams maybe if they get goals in, in extra times, especially the heads would maybe go down and the legs would maybe leave you. But um, obviously it must be a, a serious kind of fighting spirit that, that you have within the team. Is, is, there, is there anything you've put that down to? I suppose probably a bit of experience in that, you know, from drawing with Lock McCrory the first day and really sort of sort of half robbing them too, you know, like we were two points down with maybe four points in our four, four minutes into added time and we didn't panic there and we sort of, instead of going for goal, we chipped, we, we eventually chipped two points over. So, like, yeah, if we, we can see goals, we're, we're sort of happy enough. We know we have enough power, power up front that two or three minutes can, can knock a few points over. So, no, we're definitely... And, you know, every time you go to the well, we're sort of having stuff there. So, no, there was no panic on Saturday night there because of the previous two results, really. You mentioned just there about 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 the forward line and, and having you know been able to back yourselves like you know when you see the likes of, of Paddy Quinn obviously coming on who you know who was involved with with thrown at a certain stage yeah. now, you've got plenty of strength and depth even even yourself obviously um, you know having played with thrown minors and stuff in the past and, and and the few two boys are kind of you know coming on as as, as subs he's obviously got serious uh, strength and depth. Yeah, well, I suppose nowadays it's, it, it isn't really a fifteen team game non game anymore. 
it really is, especially if, like us, we're going to extra time every week. You need the full bounce, like you need everybody chipping in. And you no, know, me and Polly obviously probably would prefer to be starting, but you know, if you're getting the county fans, you can't really complain too much about where you're at. No, definitely not. And just um, in extra time there, there was a bit of a, a, a debatable call there with, with, I think you'd flicked the, the ball over the goalkeeper's head and, and Paddy had knocked it in. You didn't look, to, uh, on the TV anyway, you didn't look too, um, too convinced that it was a goal, but w- what do you think should it have been given? <laughs> I, I thought it was personally, uh, but I suppose the umpire was in a good position and thankfully it just it didn't cost us in the end up. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there was one or two points in it at the end, that could have been a real sort of you know itching point. But no, it, it was tight now to be fair. It was a goal. <laughs> I don't think you look too convinced now. Whenever I was watching you, but but anyway, um, so uh, just talking about forwards there. Obviously, Paul Donaghy has, has obviously come in this year and has added a real you know star quality. He scored 14 points against Arbo. I think he maybe got, got eight or nine at the weekend as well. How vital has he been to, to the run that he's been on so far? Yeah, he's been super, super since he came in. To be fair, uh, Ulster League, he was flying too before the start of the year and then obviously COVID happened. But he's come back, he's hit the ground running and look, he's, sort of, he's, he's from Dungannon so he's sort of lived here all his life. All his friends play for us and the move sort of really just made sense, so I'm sure he's delighted that he's that he's with us now, and we're delighted we have him. Yeah, I mean, just so just to kind of talk a little bit about the Clarks then, I mean, like, I think, you know, me and you went to school together and I remember kind of towards the end of whenever we were leaving school and stuff that, um, you know, Dungannon were relegated down to, to, you know, playing junior football and throwing and, and you probably got the got the tail end of that whenever you, you were just starting out playing. So, I mean, it, it must be pretty incredible to, to see where you are now compared to what, what that maybe was maybe 10 years ago now, was it? Oh for God, possibly a bit longer. I think I my first game would have been two thousand and two thousand and eight. We played Pomeroy in a relegation playoff and that put us down to Division Three and then I think we spent five years down there. So no, it was definitely I suppose all the all the sort of boys in my age group would have grew up playing Division One football, as you know, against the next yourselves there in our boat. Uh, to go from playing minor football in Division One straight down to Division Three, it was a big sort of learning curve. Uh, and then since then we've just sort of really pushed on our youth. Look, it's great. If you told me 10, 15 years ago, we'd be sitting on a county final in Division 1 with a real good chance of winning the O'Neill Cup and a bit your hand off for it. I say so, definitely. Um, I suppose I, I, you know, just looking at looking at the team there at the weekend, you would have you know a fairly young you know a, a, a fairly young age profile there in terms of the yeah. squad, but you still have that kind of wee bit of experience with with yourself. Obviously, it's been a lot around a long time, and the likes of uh, Patrick McNulty and 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 Davy Walsh even and a few of them boys. Just uh, yeah. seems like if you have have a nice balance to the team in that sense. No, we definitely do, and look, them, them younger lads just bring plenty of energy. Their, their enthusiasm for the football is unbelievable. Uh, and then we've got the wise heads with Davey, they're kind of full back, quality at midfield. You know, they've been there and done it, really. So, no, we, we do have a quite a good mix at the moment. So, you maybe picked up on this a bit, uh, you know, so far, but you, you've really done it the hard way. You know, you mentioned there, you know, you were... Um, all three games you've played so far have gone to extra time and as far as I know in all the games you were you were behind in extra time or behind kind of come up to full time so you think that'll kind of stand you in good stead going, in, going into the final against Trillick? Well yeah we'd like hopefully 
in an ideal world, we would like to finish it off in 60 minutes, to be fair, we wouldn't want to be going down for time every week. But I think the boys are just being nice to the likes of myself there, you know, getting in a few extra minutes every week. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, I think it should, it should. We, we should. we know now that no matter what happens, we're never out of the game and we're never really going to quit, you know. If, if we are down with a couple of minutes to go, we, we're not panic. But hopefully we're in the position now. I know Trillick are very strong. Uh, the beginning is hot favourite. So if we're on their coattails with a couple of minutes to go, hopefully we, we can repeat the, the same thing. Yeah, I think so. You know, obviously you're saying there, there's nothing like like having been in the situation before to, you know, to, to get you over the line. So the fact that you've been there should should definitely stand you in, in, in good stead. Um, yeah, obviously. You know, Trillick, um, you know, had a good win over over Clyland there at the weekend, mm-hmm. and you know, no team has, has retained the the O'Neill Cup since I think two thousand and five. So, um, you will no doubt go in as as huge underdogs again. But uh, I assume that you fancy yourselves to to get the job done and upset the odds. Well, yeah, look, we'd be confident in our own ability. Obviously, we have a big, big task ahead of us, the biggest we've had yet. But yeah, we'll be getting quietly confident if we can. We can play our game today, and we'd be looking to think that it'll be enough at the end of the day. Look, we'll need a bit of, bits of luck here and there, but yeah, it's really could be a, a hard task to overcome. But we'll, we'll quietly fancy ourselves. Well, come here. Um, you know, twenty twenty's been um, been a bit of, a bit of a rubbish one for for a lot of people. Um, yeah. for, the, for the Clarks, it's it's definitely been 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 a good one. So, listen. Um, thanks very much for for taking the time to, to speak to us and, and, and best luck on in, in the final. Good man, Connor. Thanks very much. Cheers, lad.